Hey everyone, welcome to this simultaneous podcast of the Class X podcast and Morse code. I'm doing it this way because I'm gonna be talking about Endeavor. Now, I'm gonna get a little inside baseball with Endeavor because Morse code is my other podcast and it's really, you know, a passion project of mine where I I focus on this Inspector Morse world and uh, Endeavor is the prequel to Morse. So if you're listening on the Classics podcast, I think it's an interesting episode because it brings up the question, can a show be good, but can the prequel element be bad? And I'm going to argue that when it comes to Endeavor. If you are a Morse fan, what will be interesting, in my opinion, is kind of the analysis of whether or not it was a good prequel. And you may disagree. It's, it's one of those fascinating subjects because I know a lot of the Morse code listeners are in um, England and Ireland and, you know, Europe in general, whereas the Class X podcast, there's a lot of American listeners. And what I find interesting between the different groups is that Americans who I've spoken to over the years don't even realize that Endeavor is uh, a prequel. And so I, I bet in England or Ireland, uh, that's like unheard of, right? You, of course, you know that Endeavor is a prequel to Morse, but in the United States, it's a standalone show and that success as a standalone show, and I'm going to be pretty critical of the show, so I want to get that out there. But I have to say this, it's a very successful show and many Americans just like it for what it is. So I think we have to, you know, kind of acknowledge that whether you or not you agree with the, um, the strength or weaknesses of the prequel itself, because, and I should say this as well, and I'm going to say it a few times on the podcast, I like the show. You may not, after listening to this, you may think, Shukri, you're pretty critical of the show. Well, I am because I, I really enjoy the Morse and Lewis series more. But, and I think, I just think they could have done better, honestly. But at the same time, it was a good series. Like, you know, as, as far as a mystery of the week, it's good. And that's the nice thing about the summertime in the U.S. Before I go to the, sh- the, the main show, I want to say this. The summertime in the U.S. is pretty cool because we have the PBS masterpiece genre. And you got mysteries like Endeavor. We have a show called Ridley that just came out. We're getting Grandchester, which is getting more and more like a soap opera every every year. But I still enjoy it. Uh, I did a, a Grandchester podcast on the Class X podcast last year, comparing basically the evolution of the show and comparing the show from when they had the uh, the initial lead character to the to the new the new pastor and so or reverend. And uh, so I did that last year. But my point is, you know, the summertime is is a nice season. One, because I'm a teacher and I'm on vacation. But two, because we get the mysteries in the summertime and it's a pretty cool thing. Heck, even Father Brown is, is pretty nice to watch, even though it's a little bit over the top. But if you like mysteries, why not, right? So it's, it's great to have all these mysteries during the summertime. To me, the pinnacle is Morse and Lewis. Uh, and Endeavor, you know, as a prequel, I hold it to a high standard. And I think you're going to see that on this episode of the Classics Podcast and on this episode of Morse Code. So thanks for listening to both podcasts. I appreciate it. If, you ha- if, you've, you know, if you're new to it, please share it with a friend. If, uh, you know, please subscribe. If you haven't 
give me a rating before give me you know please leave a five-star rating it helps share the message it helps share the podcast with other listeners and i know for morse code itself the morse code podcast what's so impressive to me is i've hardly done any advertising i think we did one advertising round for morse code and there's a good audience for it because the morse listeners have spread the message and as far as class x goes the same thing has happened i've done more advertising for it and you probably you may have seen it on overcast but i really appreciate how the listeners have spread the podcast and um you know it, it makes me it motivates me to to do more of these because it's nice to have an audience and for both it's really cool when i when i get your feedback and that's just a nice element to the whole thing so thanks for listening to both podcasts i really really appreciate it i'll see you after the music hey everyone welcome to the show so today is going to be something a little different. We're going to do a uh, simultaneous podcast. So for my Morse code listeners and the Classics podcast listeners, I'm going to be doing a uh, review slash discussion of this series, Endeavor. I thought this would be a good opportunity to reach both audiences because I would normally do a review for the Classics podcast. And the subject is inspector morse and so i think it's kind of a you know nice way to bridge both of the podcasts and uh, see you know what you think as listeners so for morse and lewis fans endeavor itself this series in general is very important because it's the prequel for the inspector morse series but what i've what i think is really interesting is for many americans endeavor is just a standalone series it's kind of like watching Sherlock Holmes or an Agatha Christie, one of the many Agatha Christie shows. You know, it's just standalone. And many Americans I've noticed from discussing Endeavor over the years have no idea that it is a Morse prequel. So we have like these two different worlds. And what's nice is we can in one way acknowledge that Endeavor was a successful series because it has been this separate entity. But at the same time, and this, what, this is what I'm going to do on this podcast. I'm going to really go into it from the perspective of someone who is really immersed in the Morse world in the way that someone would be. And by the way, there's a lot of people like this. In the same way, you know, people are interested in like Game of Thrones and that universe. And so what is the universe? Well, it's the Colin Dexter universe in a sense. And he's the author of the Inspector Morse series. And so... If you don't know the background, you know, Inspector Morse is the first series followed by Lewis and then followed by Endeavor. And so you have Morse, Lewis, Endeavor. Lewis was Morse's sidekick. And in my opinion, actually, it's the best of the three. But that's definitely a debatable subject. But what I'm going to do, because I come from more of the Morse world, I'm going to be a little bit more critical because I'm coming from that school of thinking and I might be more critical than you expect because I did enjoy the series. I just want to get it out there. I, I always looked forward to watching Endeavor. 
but I was often disappointed at the same time. And I'm going to talk about why in throughout this podcast. So if you need a little bit of a framework, think of it this way. You have many adaptations of, of, of shows. And typically you have the book readers and you have the non-book readers. Like, like I said before, Game of Thrones, that's I think a good example. Or the Hercule Poirot series if you're interested in the mystery genre. And people who are, let's say, the book readers, they tend to have a passion for the literal interpretation of the characters, of the story. Now, in the case of the Morse universe, there's something similar, but it's not the books, really. It's the actor. And the actor is John Thaw. He's the original Morse. And so I feel like, at least for myself, there is this expectation that anything that is created in this universe should follow the original series. And if you're going to be doing a prequel, you should be doing something similar to what John Thaw was doing with the character. And I think that's that's going to be basically a lot of my critique of this series to give you a little bit of a of, of background of what I'm going to be doing on this podcast. So that brings me to an important question. And it really is the question that is framing this entire podcast. And that's this. Is Endeavor, as a series, is it a good show? Maybe even a great show? but just an okay prequel? And I kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a leading question because that's how I feel. And you may disagree, and that's okay. But when I watched Sean Evans, who played Endeavor, I thought he was amazing in his role, but I didn't see John Thaw's Morse. I just didn't. Again, you may say, you know, Sugary, that's not the point, or he's a younger version of Morse, so of course he's going to be different. I take those points. I think it's legitimate to make those arguments, but I, I respectfully disagree. I just really, actually, I just recently heard Sean Evans on a good podcast, the uh, the Masterpiece podcast, which is really nice breakdown of the, of the different Masterpiece series um, on PBS. Well, Sean Evans, he was saying that before he played Morse, he read the books or he read some of the books but he didn't watch John Thaw's portrayal of Morse. And I think that's important. And I also, you know, if I was an actor, I may have done the same thing. I mean, what a daunting task it would be to follow John Thaw. But with that said, maybe if you watched John Thaw's performance, there would have been some continuity in the character, continuity that I strongly feel was lacking when I watched Endeavor for the most part. Now, I will say this, and this is for the Class X listeners, Season 9 did try to add continuity to the character, but it was kind of like too little too late in my opinion. They tried to connect in Season 9 Endeavor to Morris, the, uh, some of the issues. Here's a little list that I jotted down. The alcohol issue, which was a carryover from season eight. The car, the car he drove, which was sort of famous. Morse was famous for driving. Uh, the music, the classical music. And the issues with, with women, specifically Joan Thursday, that, you know, it kind of enlightened us on the subject of Morse and the subject of Morse and women specifically. But, you know, even though they even included like Morse with with a choir at the end, I still kept thinking, is this a little? Is this too little? Too late? 
is it? For me, it kind of was. It, it, it reminded me of like a student who jams in information late into an essay just to get a few extra points. You know, it just felt like that. I, I, I just wish the show throughout this series did more of this. And by more of this, I mean continuity in the character. That's just what I, I, I just, I haven't seen, you know, I, I just don't think the show did what I would have expected it to do from day one. And that is, I guess you could say a character study of Morse, an in-depth character study of Morse, an evolution of the character in a deeper way. You had nine seasons. You would think nine seasons would be enough. I just didn't think they did it. I just don't think they did. Now, in terms of, you know, and here are some of the strengths, I think, you know, to add to what I've already listed. There was the strength of the relationships. Well, and again, I'm kind of hedging on this. There was there was strength in the relationship with uh, with Strange, for example, some of the side characters, if you don't watch the show, and Max. There was That was kind of a strength, but they could have gone deeper. You know, they could have gone deeper. Now, in nine seasons, and think about this, and I'm going to highlight this again, you would think that you would get more of a character study. And I just feel as if when you watch Morse, when you watch Lewis, what you're watching is a character study. It's not a mystery of the week, which is what Endeavor kind of ended up being. So now, did Endeavor occasionally give a nod to these surface level, you know, Morse quirks and interests? Yeah. But again, and this is not a criticism of the actor or even the show, if that's what they were going for, that's great. But it's a criticism of the idea that it's a prequel to Morse because I just didn't see it that way. I also want to add this regarding Endeavor. Sometimes there was just a little bit too much going on, like too many random crimes with weird, strange kind of connections, you know, mysteries that just were hard to follow. You kind of had to watch the episode over and over again to get what happened or, or you had to read a review afterwards. I did this quite a few times. I just don't think mysteries should be that convoluted. This show could venture off into that convoluted territory sometimes. Now, I want to also say this, and this is going to be spoilers for the season. If you didn't watch the series, hopefully you're not lost. But before I go, I do want to say there is this question, I think, with all shows. You know, how do you finish off a series? I I enjoyed the last three episodes, but I didn't like what they did with characters. And I guess if you're just a general listener to this podcast, the question is, is it appropriate to just turn a character at the very end? And that's what happened in the show with, with Thursday, the detective. He basically turned bad at the end of the series. And again, I feel bad because I'm emphasizing a lot of the negatives and I, I did enjoy watching the series for, for the most part. But I don't understand the decision to turn Thursday. I think it was totally out of his character and it just seems like it was based on the need to explain why future Morse, future in the night, I guess it would be the 1980s, like 
10 to 15 years later. Future Morse, why doesn't he ever discuss Thursday? I guess that was the question. And they wanted to answer it by making the character who we've watched for nine seasons as a good character, they turned him bad in order to explain. I'm, I'm guessing this is some of the things that I read in order to explain why he never mentions Thursday in the future. So that's a little bit weird to me. I, I just don't think it was worth it. I don't, I don't think that that's a good idea. You have to have, I don't know, look at the pros and cons. What's the purpose? You, you don't really need to do that because as viewers, we've invested a decade in these characters, all of them. And then you do that, I don't know, it kind of messes with the trust that the viewer has with the television show in general. So I just had to say that. And I'm sure a lot of you are agreeing with that because it was a little bit odd. And like a few other odd things, the gunshot at the end, uh, the wedding scene with Joan, lots of, lots of issues with the last season. Again, entertaining episodes, but the, the plot, the character, and now the, the, the evolution of the character just a little bit weird to me. Again, this is supposed to be a prequel to Morrison Lewis, but this show seemed, in general, like it never felt confident in sticking with an identity. And I think that's important. Sometimes it was a horror film. Sometimes it was a bit surreal. You know what I mean? It just it was a lot, of, a lot of things. And so what would the, I guess... You could ask as a critique of what I'm saying, you know, what would the solution be? Because it's easy to criticize, but, you know, what would you have done? Honestly, the only thing I could say is I would just stick to what worked with Morse and Lewis. And that is the beauty of Oxford, the score. The music is essential to the Morse and Lewis series. And how about this? The literary references. Where were they in Endeavor? Every once in a while you saw them. The, phil the philosophical, the, liter the literary, these references that were so essential to the mystery themselves and made you want to go and look up, you know, the poem or the, the book or the play that they're referencing, whether it's Shakespeare or some obscure poet from the 16th century or something, you know, it, the, sh the Morris and Lewis shows made you want to learn and expand your knowledge. I never felt that way with Endeavor. It was just going for something different. And maybe that's because it's, you know, a different decade, a different time. Uh, maybe they wanted to separate themselves from the original. I don't know. But I think that's my solution. You know, you stick with what, what uh, was successful in the, the original series. And in, in the um, Lewis series as well. So in general, I did enjoy the mystery of the week element, but I just don't see it as a strong prequel. So to answer my question, can a show be good, but also be you know lacking in the, the focus on being a prequel? Yes, I think so. I think, I think uh, Endeavor was a good series but not a good prequel. And that's that's my perspective. So if you're listening on the Classics podcast, I guess that's one way you could look at it. If you're listening on Morse code, you might be, because you're more passionate about this, you might be just disagreeing with me and saying like, you're crazy. This was a great show, a great prequel. 
Well, I guess we uh, we agree to disagree on that if that's your perspective. So thanks for listening to both podcasts. Uh, I appreciate it. If you are listening to the Classics podcast, we'll be looking at John Stewart in a few days. I'll be talking about this um, John Stewart, the guy from The Daily Show. His I, I listened to a biography of his and I'm um, going to talk about John Stewart's influence on my life and on on the United States in the last 20, 20 or so years. And uh, with Morse code, I'm going to be going into the next episode of Inspector Morse. So thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.